This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So as you can see from this chart... This is a one-year chart of both silver and gold. They have been doing uh, fairly well as of late. And by the way, a quick reminder to get started here. I am on most major podcast platforms. The reason I bring that up is because uh, I understand that a lot of what this video is going to be today is charts. But if you are listening on podcast platforms, I'll, I'll be explaining these. Don't feel too disadvantaged. I know you guys are, are smart. I think you'll have no problem following along with the major points of of this uh, this video or this podcast today. But again, getting back to this chart, as you can see, in the last, you know, going back to, I'd say the bottom around the beginning of December, uh, silver and gold have been heading, for the most part, up and up. And, and this is, and it comes as no surprise to me. I guess maybe the only surprise would be that the inflection point certainly seemed to have been around uh, the beginning of November rather than maybe a little bit further out into December. But we're, we're talking about a very small uh, change in the window there. I guess the other surprise to me would be that uh, silver and gold, they didn't move uh, a whole lot lower in December. I wouldn't have uh, been surprised if, if gold was below 1200 at some point in December, uh, maybe the first week of December, and, and, and silver had moved down some as well. But but again, you know, the, the reason being for why I thought they were going to go up in the first place was a seasonality trade. And I think people are catching on to this idea that uh, this time of year, you know, if you look over the last five years, this time of year, you, you can see it right here, 2016. Apologize for the pop-ups. Uh, you can see it here uh, in 2015. You can see it again in 2017. Um, and again, you can see it here at the end of 2018, uh, beginning of 2007, or end of 2017 here as well. Uh, I wonder if people are just kind of front running that trade now. Pe- people know it's coming in, so they uh, it, it suddenly it's it's almost like holiday season, right? It's uh, shopping. Uh, the, the sales used to begin maybe at the beginning of December or or shortly after Thanksgiving, and now you know we're talking before Halloween decorations have even been put away, before trick or treating even takes place. We're already talking about Christmas shopping because uh, everybody's trying to front run each other, and so I wonder if that's part of the thing here as well. But anyways, that, that's not why I'm making this video. In fact, it's not even necessarily just the fact that you know, as you can see in the title. They're around their six months high. I mean, you'd have to go back to what some point in June, middle of June, to find the last time gold was at these levels, just shy of twelve ninety. Silver continues to lag behind to some extent. You'd have to, you know, it's a little bit further out. That's about the middle of July. Still, it's um, it's encouraging. It's close to six month highs. You know, if we look at a six month chart here, they're pretty close to where they were. Uh, gold is, of course, above that. That's not what I want to talk about. I want to give you guys a very different picture of. Uh, silver, but especially gold prices and where they're at right now. Now, if you look over a, a longer uh, timeline for both of these metals, we'll go back way back to, well, a chart here, hopefully, where you can see um, their their rise uh, in, in, you know, uh, around 2011 for, for silver and, and more like 2000, uh, I guess 2011 and also 2012 for gold. So when you can see this chart right here, especially silver, but even if we just focus on gold, 
Um, it is still quite a bit below where it was back in 2012 and where it was back in 2011 in U.S. dollar terms. It still continues to lag behind quite a bit. And I know this can, can kind of weigh in some people. I mean, it's uh, for all intents and purposes, it dropped below, what, 1400 back in 2013. And I don't think it's topped that since. Now, it might have uh, for a short period of time here in, in, in uh, July of, of 2016 during the Brexit time. But otherwise, it's been below 1400 uh, It's been above 1000 in kind of this tight trading range for a number of years now. And, and for those of you that are just buying it as insurance, it's no big deal. But for those of you that would like to see gold up around 15, 16, uh, potentially maybe even 2,000. It can be kind of frustrating, especially in U.S. dollar terms. And then silver is uh, even worse story, right? Uh, silver is, is uh, we don't have the numbers on the charts here, but you know, if, if you could make this a trading range, it'd be between about 1350 uh, it didn't actually drop, drop quite that low, and 20 or $21, right? Very tight range, even as of late, an even tighter range, um, we had that period here in 2017 where it was you know, between $16 and $17. It just seemed like forever. Maybe that was 2018 as well. Uh, it, just not a whole lot of action. And yet, this is all in U.S. dollar terms. And if you do switch currencies, you get a very different picture. That, that really bears out a, a different story here. Not only that silver and gold have a lot of room to run, but that the dollar is really looking over inflated, inflated. Uh, not inflated in the sense of weakening dollar, but uh, looking very high in terms of valuation. Now, obviously, you can look at this, you can look at various currency pairs and get a very similar story. So for example, and I'll sh I'm going to show you these charts here in a second. But if I did US dollar AUD, so we're, we're comparing the US dollar to the uh, Australian dollar, as you can see, the pair is pretty high right now. You know, almost as high as it was back uh, during the financial crisis when, when we saw a ton of dollar strength. If you go U.S. dollar GBP, which is the the British pound again, very high, close to the highs um, that we had back, you know, post Brexit vote. And so a higher number here is basically signaling a a stronger dollar. Well, this is how it bears out in the precious metals markets. Essentially, what you have here. I wonder if I can minimize these. Essentially, what you have here is that all three in all three currency pairs. This is gold, by the way. You know, back in 2011, they were around you know similar peaks. Same thing goes for 2012, very similar. But since then, I would say beginning in 2014, the three have decoupled entirely, right? And gold has gone into in dollar terms has gotten this trading range that's in black here. And yet in red, that's Canadian dollar, and in blue here in Australian dollar. They, they're in a totally different direction. In fact, as of right now, gold in Australian dollars is right around its all-time high. And that's a totally different story than what you're getting with the U.S. dollar. Again, it'd be great if all my viewers from Australia, you guys aren't. Most of you guys are from the U.S., Canada. Some of you guys are from the U.K., Australia, etc., New Zealand. But um, but I, I think it does really uh, uh, drive from the point of, wow, Like if you put it in these terms, dollar versus the gold, or gold versus the dollar, um, and of course we we know that that gold is uh, it can be viewed as as money as a long term safe haven asset as an asset that's going to be relatively stable. When you put it in these terms, it really shows the the strength of the dollar and just how far the dollar has to fall. Okay, and the same thing goes for Canadian dollars. You know, it's not quite as high 
you know, it's, it's right around where it was during that Brexit period. Um, and again, back in 2012, not quite as high as maybe 2011 yet in Canadian dollar terms. But again, it's very high. And also this puts into perspective, you know, different people's buying habits. Uh, U.S. Uh, citizens might, be, might have been viewing, you know, this past fall as quite a buying opportunity. And even right now, above 1,300, uh, above 1,200. Uh, and, and you know around 1280 1290 right now heading towards 1300 um, you may even view that as a buy these these are not these are scaled for Australian dollars these labels uh, you still might be viewing that as buying opportunity whereas those that are in Canada or especially in Australia it's a totally different story uh, here's another two uh, currencies so again here in black you have US dollars and then in blue you have the euro and in this you know dark red, maroon or whatever you have the british pound again very different story than, than what we're just seeing in the u.s dollar gold market uh, again all three kind of peaking out uh, especially uh the the euro during this this period of euro weakness here you had a ton of uh very you know high uh, levels for gold in 2012 as well as 2011 since then in dollar terms gold moves into this trading range but in pound terms in euro terms they're moving much, much higher. This is not as extreme as Canadian and Australian dollar, but still, I mean, could you, uh, you can put this in perspective. This is, um, you know, for, 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 uh, for gold, this would be, again, if you, if you look at these labels here, this would be similar to gold being up around 15 or, or even over $1,600 right now. Totally different story. Again, a different story here also would be silver. Very different picture here. Uh, and again, in black, you have the U.S. dollar, silver in U.S. dollar terms. And then in gray here, these are just terrible colors. Um, in gray here, you have it in euro terms and in Australian dollar terms. So again, this would be you know the equivalent of, uh, of silver being around $20, which would be very different than being in the $15 range. But again, silver has lagged so far behind gold um, that, that I think... Uh, a couple takeaways is that it has lagged behind gold a ton because gold again is you know making new all-time highs in Australian dollar terms and yet it's not even halfway there in 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 when we're talking about silver um, so a very different picture uh, again another thing I want to show you here uh, this is gold in in the Turkish lira <laughs> it's and, and, and you, so so this is kind of interesting how I've been I've been going through this I've been showing you it in in dollar terms here which is uh, you know, more or less a world reserve currency, the the gold standard of fiat currencies, as as oxymoronical as that is. Uh, and, and then you have, and this one you have the euro and the pound, which are are two major components of of things like the DXY or just other major, you know, dollar or currency indices. They're major world indices, and then you have some mm, somewhat more minor ones that are still kind of linked to some of these Western. Uh, you, you wouldn't consider Canada or Australia emerging market currencies, um, and yet they're they're smaller uh, currencies than the pound or or the euro. And you have them here, uh, and then finally you have one of these emerging market currencies, the lira, one that has just been hammered uh, in the last twelve months, hammered in two thousand eighteen, um, and and quite a bit of recent weakness over even just the last couple of days. Um, again, in gold terms, we're talking up around 700 all-time highs almost i mean this was all-time highs back in 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 the summer or the fall of 2018 but already it's moving back up there 
um, and a very different story for these currencies. Uh, and, and, you know, I think the truth of the matter is that one day what we're seeing happen, whether it's here in, in the Australian dollar and Canadian dollar or the Turkish lira, you know, one day we're going to see these types of patterns play out for the U.S. dollar. And when it comes to silver and gold, I mean, that's why we, we always kind of add a caveat when we're talking about when she sells silver and gold is uh, it, the 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 inflation of the currency, the value of the currency matters a ton as well. Because if you're dealing with this, what's going on in Turkey? And you can look at a longer term chart here. I mean, it's basically up, 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 up. It's always a weaker and weaker currency. And so, great. I mean, you made a huge profit here, but that's not really... Uh, you've made a nominal profit, but but when you compare it to inflation, not so much, right? That's why so many people say gold has a value as a hedge, a hedge against inflation. It doesn't make quite as much sense when, um, and I want to show you just a dollar chart here. It doesn't make quite as much sense when you have a dollar that is is benefiting from you know, world reserve status, uh, when, when when it's benefiting from a massive amount of trade demand uh, is kind of the king of, of fiat currencies for years and years. No, you don't necessarily see it bear out like that in this chart. But if you look at this chart, it's, it's easy to see that. And, and again, I think one day we're going to see a very similar chart play out in uh, silver and gold in U.S. dollar terms. So... I hope you enjoyed this video. A different look at precious metals. Again, I mean, it's 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 really amazing to see that you know gold is around all time highs in Australian dollar terms, or or pushing near there in Canadian dollar terms, even in in some of these other currency pairs, um, far far higher than the dollar. And again, I think the dollar remains in a bubble. Not to say that this won't continue. It could strengthen quite a bit, in fact. But over the long term, it has a long, long way to fall. So. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for tuning into this video or this podcast, and God bless.